What are you nerding out on? That's what this show is all about. It's about what we and you are nerding out on. We hit record, we see what happens, and you never know what you're going to get on each episode. I'm Prison Mike. Worst thing about prison was the was the Dementors. They were flying all over the place, and they were scary, and then they'd come down and they sucked the soul out of your body, and it hoit. I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero. I'm a a real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become a hero? Initiating surprise in three. This, two, is one. The Real Brian Show. Yes, it is. Thanks for joining me. Well, this has been a long time. Years, in fact. But he is back. Sci-fi author, gamer, renaissance man, friend, etc., etc., etc. Bad Kitty, a.k.a. Lee Steven, returns to The Real Brian Show. So uh, let's see what he's nerding out on and if he's written anything new. Let's rock it! Oh yeah, it is The Real Brian Show and I am The Real Brian and thank you so much for joining me. So glad you're here. We're going to end our week right. We're going to have fun. So thanks for, you know, making my day a little bit better too. You know, I'd love to hear from you, by the way. Some of you I have not heard from in a long time. A couple of ways to do that. You can email me, trb at realbryanshow.com. It's pretty easy if you know what an email is still. You, you could text me or message me if you have that, you know, access. Or you can just go over to realbryanshow.com. There's a little thing on the right side of your webpage. And it says, uh, leave me a voice message. Do that. And I'd even play it on the show if you want me to. You can contact me in so many different ways, but I'd love to hear from you, how you're doing, what you're nerding out on, all that good stuff. And you know what? We haven't done this in a while. I want to say a special huge shout out and thank you to our Patreon supporters. By the way, if you want to support The Real Brian Show, you can just go to patreon.com slash Show. That really does help, actually. So thank you for supporting the music. And thank you for those of you who are supporting my piano and music recording efforts right now. And thank you, The Wraith, by the way, for your latest contribution. I really appreciate that. By the way, we are about $2,000 short of uh, where I will be able to finally record my music. And I I just can't spend that right now. But uh, soon, I hope, I'm hoping in the next three to six months, I'll be able to uh, finalize all of that and start recording and stuff like that. But if you're interested, you can support through Patreon. You can go to Buy Me a Coffee. That's also on the website, too. Um, it's even in the, the blog post and all that. So if you're interested and you want to help out and get this thing going faster, then uh, do uh, do let me know. That'd be awesome. Yeah. You know what? Something else I love? Oh, sci-fi. You know I love sci-fi. I have loved Lee's Epic Universe series, his book series. It's amazing. I think he's an amazing author. But going even... And by the way, I, I'm a little behind because you know me. I'm a terrible reader. It takes me forever to get through stuff. I'm always behind on books. But his books are awesome. I love it. I think he's working on something new. This is uh, the whole point was to nerd out with Lee today to find out what he's doing because I didn't really want to know. I wanted to be surprised. <laughs> so, yeah. But even going deeper, we're friends. So this was years ago. I think I talked about this. Captain Influence and I were playing Alien Isolation, and Lee sat on Discord with us and laughed hysterically at us while we literally crapped our well, no, not literally, figuratively crapped our pants. Uh, yeah, none of us had any accidents, but we were scared to death playing that game. It was awesome. <laughs> now, it's been a while since he's been on the show, but he has been on the show quite a few times in the past, many years ago. So I feel like it's time to catch up with Lee, see what he's up to. Y'all know what day it is? Yes! Come on! Thank God it's Friday. 
Oh, I got the whistle down now. That's right. Yes. Thank God. It's <laughs> Oh, this is a scary day for uh, for the real Brian here. But uh, all right, well, let's get into this and let's talk to Lee. Bad Kitty. Yes. What is up, man? And the roar. I love oh, it. I love yeah. it. Every time it's oh. like, you know, yeah, I just love that, man. It's a. Uh, People who, who who know me but don't know that story are going to just be so confused. Like, Bad Kitty, what the heck are you talking about? I was, I was trying to remember the last time you were on the Real Brian Show. And oh, it's been a while. It's been years. I was thinking. It's, it's been a while. I'm pretty sure it's been 2017, which. That sounds about right. Just No, no, that's maybe. No, I don't remember. Just, you were on with Andrea. Not quite that far. Sassy not Octopus. That that's, that's right. But Andrea that, th- Deck was on the show. I think that was the end of that's 2017, right. though. Was it 2017? That's what I'm, I was. I was thinking about this. Holy and I thought, smokes. There's no way it's been six years. There's no way, it, it, but it I think it has. Be. Well, uh, we can't go every six years. My goodness. <laughs> no, that is better than that. <laughs> and you know what? If it's been sooner and someone knows better than I do, which would be ironic because it's my show. I don't know. But uh, do, do correct me. But either way, dude, it's good to have you back. I got to tell you. Yeah, it's and, good and to be back. We had so much fun. Every time you've been on, we've had a lot of fun. And so if you don't know the whole bad kitty thing, Afogato, all that, go check it out. Oh, uh, yeah. Go back. It's, it's a story, man. It, some some nicknames you, you try to give yourself and some you just earn. And I earned it. <laughs> it's a good one, I earned though. It. Some, uh, you know what? You know, you, you, you man up and take it. <laughs> some names you really don't want. And, uh, this is one I think that actually is, is a good, th- it's a good one for you. I, I, I can, I can, I can live with it. I can, I won't put it on any business cards, but, um, you know, <laughs> you should. I can, uh, no, I should All not. of your social media I, handles for your books and everything. It's like author. And then it's like, at bad kitty at, I am I the not. real bad kitty. All that. That's a, that's a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's reading and going. Oh, I don't know if I should read your books anymore. No, no. I, I tell you what, it would uh, it would attract a new kind of audience. Um, oh, yeah, little girls. I don't maybe. I, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't even want to pontificate about yeah the audience that that, that might attract. <laughs> Moving on. Brian. Oh my Come gosh, on. good times, man. <laughs> You know what we haven't done in a long time is game together. I, I did mention oh, in the yeah, intro that man. I was like, you laughing at us when we were playing Alien Isolation, which today is still one of the best games I've ever played. Oh, isn't it awesome? Oh, man. I am uh, finally getting through The Last of Us, which okay. I've been talking about on the show. I'm close to the end, and that now is up in my top, I don't know, top five to ten, <laughs> probably top five games. It's, you it's know, I've amazing. never played it. Oh, I've so never played it. The Last of Us. Um, what, what am I, what do I want to play? So I don't have a... God, I don't have much time to do anything at all. I know. Um, in the gaming realm, but you know what game I have actually gone back to recently is freaking Skyrim. Nice, all right? nice. My goodness. Um, I, but I think I, I haven't played it for like six or seven years. Yeah. And um, sometimes you need. I mean, Skyrim's on everything just about. So yeah. Um, I said, you know what? Let me go put some mods on it, and I just wanted to kind of escape, and um, it provided uh, a nice little escape. But other than that, do you like Civ? Yeah. Civ six. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, it, it's, it's been a while since I've had a good uh, first person shooter. So I got to find one. Yeah. Maybe I'll go back to alien isolation. I go back to that every couple of years too, but I, uh, my, my horror meter is, is low, but it has to be sci-fi horror. Um, and I know that's last of us, right? So yeah, I, I need yeah, to, I I think you'd like to go look at, look at that game as a possibility. I don't yeah. do the, you know, ghost horror. I don't like that so much, but alien horror is just, it's my jam, man. I love it. Well, and of course this is zombie horror, which is not, uh, I'm more into alien too. I'm with you hundred percent sci-fi alien. Like I'm getting really tired of the zombie trope, but at the same time, it's like, it was a well done game with incredible character development. 
But every time I play it, I think of Alien Isolation because you can't just go out and brute force your way through zombies. You will die. Right. So you have to be like, you know, I got to sneak. I got to be careful. I got to distract them. Maybe I can kill them if I have a measly shiv. But if I don't have a shiv, then I can't. But it's quite effective when applied to the jugular. Um, Of course. Yeah. Anyway. No, but if you don't have a shiv, you can't take on the clickers, you know. So it's just little things like that that you and you don't, of course, get a flamethrower until later in the game, just like Alien Isolation. You can't take on the aliens until later. And so there's a lot of hiding and scary moments. But Alien was definitely scarier for sure. Uh, it's such it's just it's, it's um still, oh. for for me it is the attention to little details that I think stood out so much in that game yeah and just just made it uh it's one of, one of my all time favorite games I think it's the only game on Steam that I have that I have 100 percent achievements for wow uh, so um I just I love it to death I think you like The Last of Us I think you would I have to give it a shot I'll it's give it a shot it. I'll wait for a Steam sale. Yeah, which uh, it, that, that's that's how we roll. It's on sale right now, but it's uh, oh. it's not as good as I got it at. So it's um, okay. I think I'll it's like in the forty ish range instead of sixty. Yeah, I can get that in the I can get that in the teens. Yeah, well, uh, it'll, it'll wait be it a out. few years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so the the other game you mentioned, what was what was the first game you went back to? I went back to Skyrim and, Skyrim. I, and I play Civ oh. off and on. Have you played uh, Elder Scrolls or Skelder Rolls, depending on how you want to say it? Uh, you mean Starfield? No, no, no. Elder Scrolls. It's, it's Elder the, well, it's, it's, it's not well, Skyrim, yeah, but Sky- it's based on Skyrim. Okay. Huh. So it's the same um, universe, but it's multiplayer and, and, you know, MMO. Oh, Elder Scrolls online. No, that's you what know I'm what? talking about. Elder Scrolls online. Yeah. I, I struggle with, um, online play gotcha. and I'll okay. tell you why it's because my, my time is so limited Yeah. that if I'm, if I'm playing a game with a party, then that party is just, okay, well, you know, I can't get together once every Three months. I mean, what, what's the point of that? Uh, so, yeah. um, and then it, it multiplayer, massive multiplayer games. I've never got into that because, to me, if if you're not on it all the time, then your character just never gets skills that are good enough to compete. True. And so you end up, you end up just having to commit too much time to it. And I, I don't yeah. have that. <laughs> you know what's interesting you know? is is a lot of the games, and and granted, this is definitely the multi massive multiplayer online that's the whole idea behind it is it's a job. It's a second job. I know. I mean, you're just pushing so much grinding and everything else. And it's fun at times, but it depends on the game. You know, like star Wars, the old Republic to me is one of the best MMOs out there because there's so little grinding in that game. Although of course, as new expansions have come out, they've put more grinding into it because that's just the way the game comes. It's lazy. It's lazy in my well, opinion, but I'm getting for me. I'm like, I just don't have time. I have the time. I don't want to work while I'm relaxing. And so I've been finding yeah. myself going back towards games like the last of us, where it's a very linear story. You don't have all these side quests. It's less stressful. It's just, you just follow the story and do your thing and it's more first person right. and then it's done and, right, and you right, can move right. on. You don't have to have 500 hours into a game or something. <laughs> Uh, for for me, I, I think I I don't enjoy a game when I know other people are waiting on me to be there to progress. Um, and, and the great part about single player is that you can stop anytime. You can save your game and quit if you have. I don't mind a grind if it's on my time, you know. Sure. Um, so, but if it's if it's a grind and I I really have to have set aside this block um, because other people can get on or or whatnot, um, I just that doesn't that doesn't work too well for me. But a single player game where I can, um, you know, take a little 
a little bit of an escape and um yeah. and then stop because life calls I know. duty calls right in in all manner of ways i feel like what you do is you if you were to to do group play or whatever you pick a game and or you yeah i mean ideally it's a game where you only play it together and that's it and then or you right. say okay well we're only going to play these characters together right but i feel like there's a, a way you could just play a game together only and that's the only time you touch it. And you know what? If it's once a month or whatever, then it is what it is. But that's the only time either of you play it, which I personally right. have the discipline to do that. I know most people don't, yeah. but I'm okay with that. It's And I like doing that. I like to say, let's just play this game together. And then, like I did this with Diablo 4. I should never have purchased it. In fact, this is one of those, I did it. I paid full price because everybody else was playing and I wanted to join right. in the community. And I, of course, regretted it because I got, what, three three to four hours into the game only. And all of the rest of them had put in well over 100 hours into the mm-hmm. game. And I thought, yeah. how did you guys put in 100 hours in three or four weeks? Like, how did you do this? Because it's a job. Yeah, they did. And they're like, yeah, we're bored of the game now. We're done. And I'm like, dude, what? I, I've barely scratched the surface of the game yet. I wanted to, pl- I bought this to play with everybody and they quit within four weeks. And I thought, yeah. well, Single that was a for the waste win, of man. money. Single player for the win. Yeah. Or you just play games that there's, like you said, there's no progression. You just. Right, right, right. But Minecraft. I get so you know what, tired man? of those, man. Well, I like yeah, Minecraft. Minecraft, Minecraft is a is great awesome. game. Yeah. But being as simple as it was conceptually when it came out, man, it's had some uh, longevity to it. I'd play that again because I, I played it with my cousins and then they stopped playing and so I haven't played it since, but I would play that. It's, it's digital Legos is it what is. it is. Yeah. It really is. But like I, I am tired of the the battle royale games. I, I don't like those anyway. Um, yeah, I'll play them because yeah. that's what other people do. But I really just don't enjoy them. And then any of the games where it's literally just death match over and over and over and over and over and over yeah. and over and over ad nauseum. I'm like, ugh, come on, give me something see, creative. My favorite way to play a multiplayer game is couch co op, where you sit oh, there yeah. and you're in the presence of other human beings and you do it. Yeah. Um, the best game that I ever, um had couch co-op experiences for was halo. Uh, I knew we were going to say that. Yeah. Oh, it's, it was that's, so much that's fun. The game. Yeah. The little quad screen thing that it did. And you knew you yeah. were in your corner. Um, and, uh, man, that was just a, a blast to sit there with your friends and, and do that. And we do that yeah. for hours, but I mean, that's been a, we're, we're talking a decade and a half or more or, you know, two decades, 20 ago. years, man. Uh, and things aren't like that. You know, yeah. people don't really get together to do that kind of thing. And so, um, which is kind yeah. of unfortunate. Yeah. Um, it's weird because gaming has grown exponentially since then, but not in that way. That way has kind of gone extinct. Yeah, um, that's true. And so, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, you know, I, I enjoy occasionally going on a Twitch just to watch people play and comment. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, it's got to be a game that I, I kind of enjoy. Um, and obviously I've done alien isolation a lot, but, um, you know, it, it's, that's really the only opportunity that, that I have or, or seek out as maybe, maybe a better way to put it, uh, where I can have that people experience playing as if I'm just watching people on Twitch, which yeah. is so sounds so boring, but it, it can be fun. You know, there's some, there's some good uh, oh, yeah, streamers out there, Yeah, you know? It's true. You know, it's interesting you bring this up. And and so Sunday, our friend was was preaching at church and he was talking about isolation and how isolation has become a very common thing since COVID. I mean, in COVID yeah. and still since like it's it's amazing how much isolation there is. And he uh, he said something that I'm like, oh, man, I've been saying this for years that like I'm surrounded by people, but I feel alone. 
Yeah. And it's true. And he said almost exactly that same thing. And I thought people feel that way. They're, they're surrounded by people, but they feel alone. He, he was talking about how obviously the opposite of isolation is, you know, intentional community, but fascinatingly, there's a, a huge lack of it. Like you're talking about that, the, the couch co-op kind of thing, or granted our group still gets together on Wednesday nights and plays games together and, and talks and hangs out, but that's not very common. And so we're even talking about that. Just trying to get together with people these days is so hard. hard because of how busy oh, people hard. are. And so you just kind of go, well, I'm, I'm alone. We're alone. We don't have, you know, and then yeah. the, here's the other thing I love too is yesterday. I'm, I'm just going to say this. Not to bring the show down. Yesterday was quite <laughs> possibly one of the worst days that I've had uh, and, and with some of the worst and most detrimental, hurtful interactions that I've had in about 13 years. Ooh. And I got to thinking, does anyone care or know that we're going through this? Probably not. Not unless I tell them because nobody asks. Nobody asks like, Hey Brian, how are you doing? But I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to to ask people how they're doing. I'm going to try to, you know, if they're having a hard time, I'm going to try to encourage people, but they never ever turn around and say, well, how are you? There's, there's a couple people in my life that do it. Couple, just a couple. And uh, shout out to Lord Thunder, by the way, for asking me how I was today. But that's, it's a rare thing when people ask you how you are. And then when you kind of say, man, here's what's going on they didn't really care in the first place and they didn't really want to know. <laughs> they, they were just doing the whole like social platitude. But other than that, you know, and you yeah. just kind of go, man, okay, how do we get back to that then? How do we get back right. to intentional community where we truly are caring about each other? We are there for each other. We're not just going to be the, let's just do social niceties. We are actually going to be desiring to care. And how do we kick like step back in our, our busyness. Really? I mean, sometimes some of the busyness we have, we, we can't choose. It is what it is, but I mean, we're all, I don't know about everybody. I'm involved in way too many volunteer scenarios right now. So I'm having to step back from that so that I have more time for the important stuff, even yeah. though that's a good thing. Don't get me wrong. That's good. But too many goods doesn't equal right. If you know what I mean? Right. No, I, I know what you mean. And, and I think um, it, it's so funny how, technology has really developed around saving us time and helping us be more efficient. And instead of us having more time, we've, we've kind of evolved into this state of, okay, I have all this extra time. I need to find something else to do. And, and there's, there's really <laughs> yeah, something to be okay, said for us not doing anything, but yeah. it, it's tough to not do anything. Yeah. Um, you know, because, because there are so many, um, so many things that, uh, and it's, it's, it's not a, it's not a complaint. It's how things are as an adult, you have to do, of course, you know, and, and you're expected to do. Yep. And as a parent, you're, you know, you're expected to do, and that's, that's the way it should be. Yeah. Um, and so I think some of it is finding joy in, uh, in those mundane things sometimes, or those yeah. tasks. Like, uh, you know, I've, I've learned to enjoy doing the dishes. I've learned to, you know, just, you just kind of, you can shut your brain off and just think about stuff and just scrub away. Yeah. Um, or uh, folding clothes, you know. Um, you have to just try to find the happiness in those things and not look at those things as detriments to you getting to a th happy thing that you can do. Yeah. Uh, and then every now and then do a happy thing. Um, but uh, I think that's it. Because uh, it's a good just, point. It's, it's so hard to conjure up any uh, free time in this day and age as weirdly and um, contradictory as that seems 
um, it's tough, man. It's a challenge. Yeah, it is a challenge. And what's interesting too is that you know during COVID, so many things stopped happening, and so everybody found themselves having a lot of time on their hands because they weren't doing the normal things. And in that moment, right. someone was saying, "Well, hopefully, we're all learning our lesson that we won't get as busy going yeah, back to everything after COVID." And <laughs> I said, and I told them, "I said, no one's learned their lesson." I said, "No one has learned. Their no lesson one's learned their lesson. They're going to go right back to it." And they totally did. And I mean, even I did. And I was like, "Geez, yeah, when none of us did." It's yeah, we. It is hard. I feel like um, social media makes us chaotic and busy too. And yeah. I find myself getting on social media and just going, "Nope, nope, put it away." You know. I just have to put, so, I, I just um, have to connect with people one-to-one right now and in person or whatever. However, and if people are in other states or countries, like most of my friends and, and you and everyone else, you know, then we find a way to connect on a more personal level. Right. My wife calls it doom scrolling. Uh, yeah. When you just sit there and uh, you're scrolling so Facebook or Twitter, it's like, well, what, what am I seeing? What am I doing? What yeah. am I doing? And so, um, it's kind of when you, when you, when you do creative things, right, you have to have social media. And so you you kind of have to attach yourself to this devil where you got to post stuff because people got to know what you're doing, you know? Um, and, and that part of it's enjoyable. Um, like I, I really enjoy interacting with, with um, fans of my writing and fans of the things that I do and people who are keeping up with that stuff. Um, but it's the, Oh man, I don't even know to start on politics um, and all that stuff that's just unnecessarily there. Yeah, you know, and and you just it can drag you down. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I I'm gonna ruffle feathers. I don't need to know if some bad thing happened. You know, 18 states away from me that yeah. now I'm gonna lose sleep over, and it will never affect me in any any way possible. You know, and I'm talking about political stuff. I'm not talking oh, yeah. about you know natural disasters and, and tragedies that's different uh, because you can find a way to help or you can find a way to pray. But I'm talking about, I mean, we do uh, uh, make up an example, like someone said an insulting thing in a store <laughs> and that's, that, that's, but that yeah. it's laughing, but that's the no, kind it's, of it's crap that we, yeah. you know, someone was offended. Um, Taylor Swift is, is dating, uh, Travis Kelsey, I don't care. I yeah. don't care. I don't care. I don't need to know that. <laughs> that's it, true. All it's going to, it's, and that's what I guess. If you do care about there, it, right? and that's your that's your thing, that's your hobby, then okay, cool. But yeah, if it's not, then like you're right. It it, it doesn't matter. You know, I, I I wish them the best. I don't need to yeah. hear about their their dating life. I just want to move on. Some people that um, is their thing, man. And I, and I totally understand that. Thing. And that's cool. Like everybody has what they, everybody has their thing. They love what they're nerding out on. Yeah. And that's awesome. But it's when it permeates or forces its way into the rest of our lives where you go, Hey, hold on a yeah. second here. I didn't, I didn't ask for that. I mean, there, there are things that are important. Obviously what's going on in the middle East is important. Um, we just had a, an awful shooting in Maine. Uh, oh, that's important. Yeah. Um, yep. Tragedies, natural disasters. That's important. But, but, some some dude using the wrong pronoun in a restaurant is not what I need to think about. Like yeah. that, that will not help me cut my grass or that will not uh, make me, you know, ponder my my place on this earth. Um, well, maybe in some ways, <laughs> but uh, it's, it's yeah. this is not important stuff. Like we don't need to be scrolling and amping ourselves up. And, and yeah. it really just gives you anxiety. 
It and really and you end up scrolling and you're stressed out and you're stressed out. And so I've learned to really just kind of disconnect from the news. Yeah, um, it's good. I, I like to watch the local news uh, because it's stuff that actually matters. It's stuff that matters in my my community. And if there is a national story that is worthy of, you know, our time and, and thought and emotion like the Middle East, like what just happened in Maine, they're going to talk about it on the local news. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, all that other stuff, man, I just, why? I, I don't need any more burden emotionally. I don't, I just don't. I think and so. I think um, everybody feels that too, because we're all burdened and we're all overwhelmed. And I mean, I think everybody oh, yeah. is really, I don't know anyone that's real. There are people that I think are going through less right this second. That's not to say that they're going through mm-hmm. less throughout their life, you know? Right. But right. there are, I feel like seasons where we go through more and we go through less and that's what it is. Yeah. Um, but everybody's going through it everybody, and I get it. Right. So it's one of those things where you start to say, okay, so how do we, this keeps going back to the thing. When I first started the real Brian show seven years ago, my biggest, biggest thing was we need to respect each other. I kept saying that love, respect yeah. and value each other to the best of our human non-perfect ability. And like all of the stuff that's going on in the world, well, I'm talking about the complaints, like not, not the actual right. events and stuff like that. Right, right. But the complaints that people have, the whining that people has, it all goes down to, they feel essentially disrespected or unloved or unvalued, which is a very valid thing. And I wish that no one felt that because it's not, it's not a good thing to feel. I feel that honestly, even right now, I feel unneeded and unvalued in many ways because of what happened yesterday. So it's not a good thing, but to go around and whine about it, it's kind of like, it's not going to get you anywhere either. So what, what do we do? Well, we need to, again, respect value and love each other to the best of our ability solution. We've solved the problems. No more whining. Like it is what it is, but because either we mess up and people can't forgive or two, we don't care because we're selfish bastards or three, uh, I don't know. Our, our heads are, are, stuck in the sand and we have absolutely no idea what's going on around us and we're completely yeah. oblivious. I think those are the three reasons why people feel hurt. Yeah. So there you go. I, 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 We've I solved like the problem. Oblivious. <laughs> oblivious sounds good sometimes. I'm not going to lie. I well, just, <laughs> you know, if I just focus on my fruit trees in the yard yeah. and you know, those things and, and uh, the house and the family and that's it. I'm happy. There's something to be said for obliviousness. Ignorance. But you can't you can't be (laughs) totally oblivious to everything. You can't. No, you really can't. Um you can be selective. um, I think selective ignorance. Selective ignorance, isn't that what it was called? Like you you choose to not Mm -hmm. know about certain things that are just gonna bring you down and there's nothing you can do about it, but you do choose to know. For example, did I hurt that person's feelings or do something that I shouldn't have done? I right. need to be aware of that. I don't want to be oblivious and I want to know what I did wrong so that I can apologize and fix that. That's important, but I don't need to know about something like you said that happens 18 States away. That's not going to affect me or that I have absolutely no control over. or can't do anything about it just adds to my burdens. Yep. So there you go, man. I love this. Well, thank you. All right. Let's <laughs> Moment get into, of realness. Here. Yeah. Let's get into the fun stuff. What are you nerding out on and what is new with you? In addition to all nerding? this stuff, man. <laughs> my books and all the associated projects with my books. I've really Beautiful. been working nonstop on uh, on a couple different things with this. And so uh, that has been a source of, uh, of fun and excitement. Good. Um, and 
busyness, <laughs> but yeah. the, you know, a good busyness because it it keeps you going. That's been the nerding out, nerding out on my own stuff, uh, which is about the uh, most uh, <laughs> self-involved sounding thing. <laughs> but it's what I do. I'm a writer, man. It's, I, I yeah. have to. If I can't nerd out on what I'm writing, what the heck am I doing writing it? <laughs> right? Hey, so, that's true. That's so true. No, I I, uh, I have a relaunch of um, uh, the series formerly known as Epic um, oh, coming oh, I, out. I didn't know you changed the name. Yes, so I did oh. change the name uh, okay. to Destiny's Edge. Oh, Destiny's okay. Edge. Okay, cool. That makes sense. Nice. Uh, there, there are a few reasons why I needed to step away uh, from Epic as mm-hmm. a as a a show uh, series type thing, um, but it also had to do with having a chance, or rather, that um, having to remove myself from the, the title of Epic gave me an opportunity to say, okay, I have to hit pause on everything for a minute anyway. Let me go back and evaluate. And I, I really came to, uh, I guess, terms with the fact that um, as a writer now, I'm not happy with where the first book is, which mm. is fine because I wrote it when I was 19 years old and I'm yeah. 42. Yeah. And so uh, I've got more than, than twice that much time you know, between now and, and when I wrote it. So um, I said, you know what? I, I want to, uh, I want to elevate this, these books, these early books, especially to where I'm at now as a, as a writer. Uh, you know, there's, there's a character, uh, David Jurgen in the series. And, um, when mm-hmm. I, when I wrote him at that, at that ripe old age of, of 19, um, <laughs> he, w- he was 40, which I regarded as old as dirt. And, uh, <laughs> now that I am 42, I'm yeah. like, this dude does not need like a walker, man. Uh, you know, it, he does not have a walker yeah. for those who uh, don't know the series. But I mean, I really like treated him like an old soul, like, yeah. you know, your old grandfatherly figure. And I'm like, now I'm 42. I'm like, man, this dude, he's, he's young. He's young. Yeah. Your 40s, not old. Perspectives. So, uh, perspectives change. Yeah. Um, you know, I had really written about their relationship between, um, you know, Scott Remington and his, his fiance. Uh, Nicole and I yep. had never been in a serious relationship at that stage in my life. And so, uh, you know, now, I mean, I've been married um, for uh, 15 years here. Nice. And so um, it's one of those things where I've accumulated so much wisdom and said, I want to apply this to the earlier works um, to kind of, man, it's more than a new coat of paint because there's some things that I, a, some things I wrote that I didn't like. Uh, I never liked once I hit the stage where I realized like that wasn't the best thing to do. Um, and uh, this has given me an opportunity to correct those things and to really elevate the material. Um, the original Dawn of Destiny was good. Uh, and I, I say that um, keeping in perspective, especially the age I was when I wrote it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the new Dawn of Destiny is great. Um, and to me, moving forward, um, that gives me a little more, uh, I, I just feel better about it. Yeah. Um, I, when I, when I first released Dawn of Destiny, it was kind of like, uh, it was impressed upon me by the whole world of writing, right? That your first book needs to be a hundred thousand words and, and, you know, mm. try not to go any above that. And it was a ninety nine five. So, I mean, I, I went right there. Um, and I left some stuff on the table that I never, really wanted to. And so, um, I mean, it's 135,000 words right now, which is considerably larger. And so, um, this really just 
freed me up, right? Yeah. And yeah. so that was a big deal for me. Um, I'll ask your opinion on this because this is something I'm strongly considering. I'll get your input here yeah. uh, with absolutely no warning. All right, hardcovers. Dust jackets or no? Oh, man. You know, the problem is, is I don't even hardly buy books anymore, even though I still find the value in the book, but I could go either way, um, honestly, on that one because I've got books with heart with uh, dust jackets and then I use them as a bookmark, which I like. And then yeah, well, other I, ones where I'm like, nah, eh, you know, really don't need it. It's fine. And sometimes they get, you know, ripped up and bent up anyway. So it, it ripped up and I don't bent know. Up. Yeah. Like I'm thinking of going no dust jacket. That's a big deal. That doesn't sound yeah. like a big deal, but is from it, a production a standpoint, saving? that's a big deal. I mean, I'm assuming oh, it it's a cost big, saving. is it like huge? It's costs, cost saving. Um, yeah. to me, it just, it's just better, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> these are, these are all things, uh, cause I mean, a lot of people are annoyed by them. A lot of people, you know, they use them as bookmarks on occasion, but with a big book, you can't do that. True. Um, but it's things like that where with, with two decades of, of retrospect, I can look back and say, um, you know, back then I was so worried about, I want to do this, you know, the right way. I want to do this the way that the, the industry says it needs to be done. Yeah. And now like indies have so much power in the industry and like the right way is the way I want to do it. And that's yeah. the right way. Yeah, it is. You know, that's my right way. And so um, I have a little more confidence in that. A little more it's confidence good. in my ability to do what I want to do and not necessarily what conforms to a, you know, industry uh, mold. Well, Broke, who's to say I that the industry mold is even right anyway? I mean, really, it's just a Correct. certain way that has worked for certain people. That's really all the industry mold or expectation or way of things. That's all it is. Yeah. And, and so that, that's what um, the rewrite has been all about is changing, say changing. Um, or if I tell people, if you're into the series, you don't have to buy the new versions. If you stopped at six, you can pick up right at seven whenever it's time for seven to come on out. And, um, you know, you'll, you're not going to feel like you've really missed a whole lot. There might be one or two things where you're like, huh, you know, that, that's a little bit different. But the story is the same. Okay. It's just, um, you changed but, uh, like a few things that bugged you. little things, things that really bugged me. Okay. Um, but yeah. not the story and the writing quality is just, uh, you know, it's, I think sure. it's reflective of two decades of doing this and yeah. not like teenager making his first stab at it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, um, but that's something cool too. Cause I mean, I, I still look back at the uh, Christopher Paleone series, you know, the Aragon series. And he was what, 15 when he wrote that? I think the the first book, Aragon. Uh, yeah, he was young. And I thought, you know what? Same kind of thing. You can tell he's a 15 year old, but he still did a great job. I'm yeah. sure now, I mean, how many, that was about 20 years ago now too. He's probably coming back and going, oh, I got to fix it. You know? But it's like, yeah, but <laughs> it was still good. And again, it's it was really good for, in his case, 15 and your case, 19. Right, like, right. So, you know, there's, I think there's some level of understanding there too, but I get it. If somebody's coming in and discovering it for the first time now, they had no idea you were 19. Yeah, I could see that. Well, that's cool. So when, what is the, uh, the status update on book seven? Uh, whoo, book seven is, is it's, it's, it's always a little bit of a wait for me. Okay. Um, I'm in the process now of uh, getting all the other books out, um, gotcha. re out again, because they're currently off the market as Epic. And so um, Dawn of Destiny is going to be releasing. God, I don't want to drop a release date. I have one in my head, but I'm not going to drop it, but it'll be soon. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to get right on to book two, Outlaw Trigger. 
the, one and two are the books that need the most work to me. Sure. Uh, and because um, once I hit three, I kind of figured out what I was doing. And so uh, the rest will, will be um, freshened up and released. Uh, but freshened up is is not going to be anything as extensive as the first two. Well, sure. Um, sure. And uh, and then uh, kind of enjoy starting over <laughs> in some ways nice. with that. Scary, but exciting. I think maybe more exciting than scary. All of the other things involved with uh, with Destiny's Edge that I have. Because it's not just writing that is going on right now with the series. There's actually an effort underway to have the series turned into a TV show. Oh, um, that'd be so awesome. It, it's, a, it's a real effort. I can't really talk a whole lot about it. Sure. Uh, other than to say, you know, this has been something that's been going on for over a year now. Good. It has made awesome progress considering the uh, state of the industry, which has been writer strike. COVID had craziness in the industry. Yeah. Um, and, and we still have, uh, as of this time, SAG strike. And so um, yeah. these are all impediments. <laughs> but with that said, you know, it's been an awesome effort. Um, you know, uh, James Kerr, who is uh, an, an actor who is, I mean, so up and coming and does such awesome work, um, has been uh, doing this with me. And so the two of us have, have uh, kind of partnered up and been working toward this and um, getting it into the hands of people. And um, man, I tell you what, uh, this thing has all the potential um, in the world. It, it's, it's awesome how well it has translated into that format. Yeah, I, I wish so I could say cool. more. No, I know. Well, I wish I could say more. <laughs> I'm just excited either way because if that actually does come true, that's amazing because, you know, I, I got to be honest, as much as I love books, I, and I've said this before to you too, that my the way my eyes work, you know, with, with my horrible, horrible vision, reading has just never been the most pleasant experience for me. Right. Um, because, and my mom has this too, which I, I found this out, I want to say about a year ago. I didn't even know this all my life. I didn't know this, but you're reading words and all of a sudden the words just start like jumping and then squiggling and then they go back and then they do it yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's not a, it's not a dyslexia or it's nothing like that at all. But I mentioned that and she goes, oh, I've had that my whole life. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's just the way our <laughs> vision is. It's the way our eyes are. So reading just, cause then I'm like, wait, where was I? Cause I try to, you know, find the yeah. line again. So it's frustrating to me to read. Um, even though it's like, man, I love the stories. I love getting into it. Audiobooks can help depending on who's reading them. But I got to right. tell you, I'm just a TV and movie buff. So it's like to be able to see your books put into a TV series. Oh, <laughs> sci-fi well, man, November it, all year long, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a work in progress right now. Oh, that'd be um, so cool. So all of the books uh, too, go uh, all in. <laughs> we're, we're, we're trying to do, man. We, we, so we, we started out talking about this as um, six seasons in a movie, a, <laughs> a, a movie. Yeah, but it it catered so well to a show. I think it's better in, in getting the pilot done and, and having you know read throughs for that. It's really, man, this thing this thing delivers. That's cool. Uh, so um, you know, as as soon as there's anything that I can concretely talk about, I will. Like this is a this is a real effort. This has had some legs. That's good. Um, we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, we'll see where this goes. As soon as, as all of these crazy strikes are over, the writing strike is done, um, I think we'll really be able to um, see some more progress outside of the weirdness that's nice. going on well, in the industry. I know I'll be a, a, an actor or at least an extra if you need one, and I'm pretty sure a well, lot yeah, of other people I, here would love I, to be a part of this. <laughs> well, so here's the thing. I, I, 
<clears throat> I absolutely am going to be in this if uh, if it if it becomes something because I want to die in every season uh, <laughs> as some in some crazy background way. Nice. Uh, maybe I get eaten. It's like Kenny. maybe I get blown up. You know. Oh no! Uh, they yeah, killed Kenny. So, <laughs> I, I I have to you know take it in very creative ways. Um, so we'll see. These uh, this will be I guess negotiation stuff. <laughs> yeah, I have to die every season. That's amazing. Um, no, but that's that's fun stuff that you talk about. You never know if that kind of thing is gonna gonna um, come to fruition. But it's fun to think about. Oh yeah, the relaunch of the series, pushing uh, the show aspect of it right now, and then uh, I'm developing a card game oh, based nice. on the books. That's awesome. So it's Kind of a, a battle style game, uh, magic meets Pokemon type of thing. Okay, meets like so, Netrunner and all that. Yeah, well, I'm not too familiar with that. Okay, um, Netrunner, but uh, Pokemon Magic, where you, you have these hero characters, um, like Scott and whatnot, and uh, teams of three that battle other teams of three, and so you can have allies fighting each other if they're on different teams and stuff. And it's um, uh, it's been such a, a neat thing to develop this and to and to beta test this and to uh kind of get the uh proverbial ball rolling with it um so it's in kind of like the last beta phase and then i kind of start to develop how do how do we push this out how do we actually get it rolling um because i think it's fun man it's it's a fun game Uh, everyone who's played it has had a blast doing it not all of them have even you know known about my books and whatnot uh, and so I think just in and of itself, it's, it's got some fun aspects to it. Oh, that's so that's exciting awesome. too. So man, yeah. I've got like irons in the fire all over the place, <laughs> but that's, that's how it is, man. That's how it is when you're creative. That sounds fun. I, I, I'm, I've played magic and Pokemon and, and Netrunner. Netrunner's uh it's like the thing about the difference about Netrunner is that when you buy a, an expansion pack, it's the same cards regardless versus like right, so- with magic and Pokemon, it's completely random. You never know if you're going to get anything good or not. Right. So this is, um, this is like that. Okay. Uh, so each, each character has their own deck that ends up getting shuffled together. So you have three characters nice. and you just shuffle their cards together. Okay. And so, um, so it's every not character deck building has, per se. <clears throat> no, it's not necessarily deck building. Okay. Um, because eventually you'll have cards and you'll never have any bad cards if you're deck building and it just becomes who's collected the most. Um, yeah. Which drives me crazy so, about magic of Pokemon. That's the one thing I, yeah. Anyway, even yeah, though so I, with, with this, like some characters have cards that when you draw the card, it kind of screws you over. Like, oh, this is a <laughs> jinx card, yeah. right? And so this hurts you and you have to play it as soon as you get it. I think to me, not being a deck builder, uh, so much as it's a team builder, right? Because right. all the different characters do different things and play off each other in different ways. Picking your team and saying, this is the ones I'm rolling with uh, is, is part of the strategy, Characters play different with different characters in different situations. So, yeah, that makes it fun. But, um, you know, as as profitable as it is to have, you know, a um, deck builder concept, yeah. you got to keep buying the packs, man. Yep. It just wouldn't be it wouldn't be right for this. Uh, sure. It's not the way the game is meant to be played. So, yeah, I'm excited yeah, about cool. it. I'm excited about that and the show. Yeah. And then it gets turned into um, a and, video uh, game someday. That's that man, would, would be, be awesome. Amazing. That's awesome, man. That's really all very exciting and positive. And man, I, I'm pumped. Now I want to try the game. It'll be fun. <laughs> man, I'll have to send you. I'll have to send you a, a beta copy to give it a shot. That'd be cool. Well, because we've got friends that love this kind of stuff, so we could definitely uh, test it out and give some good feedback too, which would be fun. Cool, I cool like deal, that, man. man. 
Well, thanks for, dude, thanks for sharing all this. And I, I'm just glad things are going well and moving forward and, and in the positive direction too, which is great. I know this kind of stuff is never easy. And I feel like, you know, you authors, musicians, podcasters, I mean, there's so many different things out there. It's like, if you hit it big, it's because somebody comes in and like finances and, you know, invests everything under yeah. you. And so it's just a lot easier, although then they own you. That's the one thing. But at the same time, it's like, you know, when you're going the more indie route, it's, it's a hard, long grind and it is what it is, but uh, it just seems like you're, you're still moving. You're still passionate about it. And I'm, I'm glad to see that, you know, because I don't know how many years we've known each other. It's been seven, Ooh. eight years, something like yeah. that now. So it's like, just to, you know, follow you on the journey a little bit has been, it, it's similar to what I'm dealing with. I'm finally getting back into my music and I'm trying to get to a point where I can actually record it and put it out there as well. Cause I mean, I've been a musician my whole life since I was six years old and it's like, it's time to do it, but it's expensive. And I'm still yeah. 2000 short from being able to actually hit record <laughs> you know, yeah. and start the music. And so it's like, ah, it's just been a long game and it's frustrating, but it is, uh, uh, you just keep pushing. I'll tell you the most frustrating thing about being an author. Um, if you're a musician and especially an indie musician, you can uh, come up with a great song and then pump it out. Like, yeah. hey, uh, I'm releasing this new track I came up with. Or if you're an artist, like a visual artist, um, you can drop this awesome image and then push it out. Yeah. Man, if you're if you're a, a slow novelist, it's yeah, like, it's true. It all right, forever. guys, it's not like, hey, I'm going to drop this awesome paragraph. Y'all are going to love it. Like, <laughs> you could drop a chapter. It was The Martian, right? He dropped a chapter at a time on his blog whenever he was done mm. with it. So I think you're right. And that's how the book got famous. That. No, I'm just saying like, <laughs> you, you could is, is what I'm you saying. Could. Yeah, you could. You <laughs> know, I've thought about though. things like that, but I, I'm, I'm going to do it the way that I've done it. But I accept that it's a lonely road because yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I mean, people ask like, how's it coming? And it's always coming, but uh, sometimes it's not coming quickly. And it's, yeah. it's tough because it's like, you're going to love it. You're going to love it in a couple of years. 10 years from now, a year, whatever, <laughs> I know. Done, and then the excitement wanes know? and yeah, I know, and, I know, you know, and, uh, you gotta, gotta reintroduce yourself every time you release something. Right. I but, hear um, you. Yeah, it's true. It's a worthwhile journey. It it's is good. I understand that's, that's insane, but I'm it's, glad it's you do tough. it. I'm glad you do it. <laughs> I very much understand even, you know, I am thankful now, like you said with musicians, because you can drop a song now and it's fine, but yeah, 10, 15 years ago, you had to drop an album. You couldn't just drop yeah, a song. Yeah, Nobody cared yeah. back then. So right, right. now it's easy, but yeah, you're right. Like here's a paragraph. <laughs> check out, check out these cool sentences I whipped up today. These so are draft funny. sentences. Oh my God. You know, we, we, you know, artists get to do like the, the fast forward work in progress videos. Like what am I have? Like, yeah, here's Microsoft word. Here's my cursor moving back and forth. It's I guess exciting. You could do like a fast forward if you were filming <laughs> yourself writing and then oh, uh, the most, but well, fast. first it'd be weird. It'd be yeah. weird. Cause I'm very animated when I write. It would and be, I'll, be I'll move around and I kind of, you know, I, I kind of get into the zone and kind of act out stuff as I'm writing it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which and then like once just, in a while you're, you're starting to look like you're falling asleep and then you get up and yell in front of the camera. Daddy needs yeah, coffee like a, now. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Come on. Exactly. <laughs> I, always. Always. Oh my gosh. Always. Yeah, I love it. Well, dude, Lee, bad kitty. Uh, oh, bad kitty. Yes. Uh, hey, man. thanks for that being sells, on, man. Thanks for, no problem, thanks for man. hanging out. Yeah. Okay. So. We're not doing six years apart. How about like uh, six days? No, wait, uh, how about a <laughs> couple of weeks apart? A few weeks, a month apart, you know, something like yeah, that. We're, we're going to make this more frequent, man, because we got too much good stuff to talk about. Always, always. I appreciate it, man. It was good to, good to catch up. We'll have more coming.
Good to be here, dude. Oh, well, that was fun. Mm. That's right. I'll tell you what. I need to share the link with you here. Um, I'm going to be putting this in the show notes. Okay, so go. If you're on your app or whatever, scroll down. You can see the link. Uh, you can go onto the website. You can see the link for all that, too. And it is a link tree or, you know, link tr.ee slash destiny's edge is, is actually what it is. But it's going to have all of Lee's links in there and everything like that. <laughs> destiny's edge.com is another one you can go to. But just make sure to go in, check all that out. Throw Lee bad kitty some love there. He'd love to hear from you. And, and I know it would be encouraging to him as well. But thanks for joining us. You know what the music means. That's right. Thanks. for. Oh, this has been a fun one. More to come. I've got more guests coming. We'll see if we can uh, kidnap Captain Influence again. See if I can maybe do a solo episode or something. I don't know. RealBrianShow.com. Everything's there. Have a glorious week. Thanks for listening, Real Brian Show. Signing off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514MediaEmpire.com.